It's time for an apple fritter. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friend? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. We have got a good one for you today, one that's near and dear to my heart. Handicap parking permits. Who can use them? Who can't use them? And how can they be used? This is an excellent topic. And anyone that has them, well, maybe you don't know all the rules that go along with them. Can they be used everywhere? Can they be used in any state? You're about to find out. So sit back, relax, and listen to what Dave has to tell us about handicap parking permits. How do handicap parking permits work? Millions of Americans have physical disabilities or health concerns that make it difficult to get around, and handicapped parking spaces help them manage their days with reduced stress, physical and otherwise. These parking spaces are restricted for use by people who possess a state-issued handicap parking permit. These permits come in two varieties, plastic tags, or placards, that hang from the rearview mirror, or special handicap license plates. Both display the wheelchair symbol, known as the International Symbol of Access, ISA. Each state's Department of Motor Vehicles, or similar agency, issues handicap permits to people who either have mobility impairments, or have other health complications, that prevent them from walking significant distances. These permits allow a car to park in dedicated handicap parking spots near the entrance. Many of these parking spaces include extra space for wheelchairs to enter and exit a vehicle, curb cuts, or ramps up to the sidewalk. Some states or municipalities may offer additional benefits to people with handicap permits such as free parking in metered spaces or government parking lots, or they may opt not to enforce time limits in such parking areas. Meanwhile, if you do not have a proper handicap parking permit or license plate, it's illegal to park in a designated handicap parking space. While penalties vary from state to state, violations can accrue fines of several hundred dollars or more, as well as other penalties. As with everything else, the specific qualifications for a handicap parking permit will vary from state to state. Generally, the criteria is a person's ability to walk a distance of 100 to 200 yards without having to stop and rest. Other issues, such as the ease of entering and exiting a vehicle or limited night vision, may also be taken into consideration. Some health conditions that commonly qualify a person for a handicap permit include inability to walk without the use of a brace, cane, crutch, prosthetic device, wheelchair or similar device, diseases that limit walking or the ability to use your legs, advanced lung or cardiac disease, Vision issues, including low vision or partial sightedness, particularly at night. Either the loss or significant impairment of the use of one or both legs, or both hands. Arthritis. Other mobility or neurological impairments. Regardless of whether or not a physical condition is on the list, if you think you or someone you love would benefit from a handicap permit, be sure to check with a doctor. For example, some states will grant permits to people who use portable oxygen or have an acute sensitivity to sunlight that causes burning and blistering of the skin. Handicap parking permits aren't just for people in wheelchairs or on crutches. 
While there are certainly people who misuse handicap parking permits, it does not mean a person is committing fraud just because they don't look disabled, whatever that means anyway. There are plenty of reasons someone might qualify for a handicap tag, and they often face harassment for their invisible disability. These might include brain injuries and tumors, heart and lung conditions, back injuries, chronic pain, seizure disorders, organ transplants, hidden prosthetics, recent surgery, cancer treatment, chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, and short term memory loss. Most states also offer placards for temporary disabilities for pregnant women and people with short term disabilities. Typically, these placards will be valid for up to six months or up to the date that your doctor notes on the application, whichever comes first. Conditions that may qualify for a temporary permit include pregnancy, especially for women on modified bed rest, leg injuries, broken legs, knee injuries, etc., recovering from certain surgeries, i.e., back surgery, cancer treatments, chemotherapy, radiation. Any condition that impairs mobility or requires a wheelchair, crutches, or similar aids. If you think you'd benefit from a handicap permit, the best place to start is with your primary healthcare provider. These professionals should be able to advise you about the requirements and whether or not your condition would qualify. They will also have to submit a letter or complete forms to document the illness or other disability, so it's best to know in advance that they support your claim. From there, Visit your state's Department of Motor Vehicles website for more information on the process. You may be able to apply online, or you might have to make an appointment with DMV staff. Either way, expect to fill out paperwork about your situation and be able to provide official medical documentation. Fees for these permits vary among states, some states even provide placards free of charge. Just as a side note, I've lived in three different states and have never had to pay a fee for my handicap parking placard. And this includes New York, where some hospitals charge you to park when you go to their emergency room. When you receive a handicap permit, you're the only one who is legally allowed to use it. You can use it as either the driver or passenger of a vehicle, but you must be present when the placard is displayed. Depending on the state and the situation, Willful misuse of the placard can lead to cancellation of your permit, significant fines, for the permit holder or the person using it, or both, as well as community service, or other penalties. In other words, it's just not a good idea to let your family members and friends borrow your placard to get preferred parking at a concert, shopping mall, and other locations, or even to run an errand for you. Furthermore, most states consider the placard form of the permit to be temporary. Owners typically have to renew them every few years, providing additional documentation from a doctor that verify an ongoing disability. You might expect that a disabled license plate or hanging placard would be valid across all 50 states, but that isn't always the case. If you plan to go on a road trip, you might run into some issues using an out of state permit, especially if you have a placard rather than a license plate. For example, California requires that disabled visitors apply for a 90 day travel placard from the California DMV. It's common to see disabled license plates honored in all 50 states because they are permanently attached to your vehicle and part of your vehicle's registration, and you can't, legally, transfer them among vehicles. However, placards are temporary, even permanent ones, and since they can be moved from car to car, 
some states may not honor out-of-state versions. What this means is that it's important to do your research ahead of time. Check with the DMV for each state you plan to visit to make sure you know the rules wherever you go. I hope you found this informative and helpful. I'm gonna pass this back over to Jimmy. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Dave. That was really informative. I didn't know about having to get special permits to go into places like California or anything like that. I didn't know. I don't know if that's necessary in other states. That's something to look up if you're going to be traveling. I personally think that might be a money grab type of thing, but that's just my opinion. But I am definitely for strict enforcement of the handicapped parking permits and parking spaces and stuff like that. I think anyone that uses the parking spaces, the handicapped parking spaces, that doesn't have a handicapped parking permit should be fined more than $100. I think it should be a $1,000 fine if you use a handicapped parking spot without having a permit. There's so few handicapped parking spots And we're going to get into that in another episode of An Apple A Day because you wouldn't believe the the minute amount of parking spots that are required for handicapped people. It's unbelievable. And yet you hear people complaining that there's so many handicapped parking spots. But I'm going to leave that for another episode of An Apple A Day. I want to thank you, Dave, for that information today. And I want to thank you, the listener, for being here. I really appreciate it. And I want to remind you, things can always be worse. That's right, my friends. Things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Hey, and do yourself a favor today. Be the reason somebody smiles. It's going to make you feel good. Give them a hearty handshake, give them a compliment, give them a pat on the back. You'll see that that feeling, that good feeling that comes over you when you see someone smile, it becomes addictive because they're smiling because of something you said or did for them. That's a good addiction to have. So be the reason somebody smiles. Hey, you've been listening to an Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple, and I'm going to talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great one today, my friends. Join Jimmy tomorrow for another apple fritter. In the meantime, stop over at our YouTube group page, Living with a Disability. Join in the conversation and make some new friends. See you next time.